You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. I'm thrilled to be joined again behind the mic with my friend, Beth, who you might've heard on Thrive before. After starting a live events business right before March, 2020, Beth's life and plan turned upside down and she pressed pause to pray and pivot. She landed on the most incredible brand and business called State of Being Co., making positive affirmation candles that literally uplift and change your own state of being by tapping into the physiological power of your sense of smell. Today on Thrive, Beth pulls back the curtain like we've never had before to share a behind-the-scenes look at what it really looks like being a startup CEO. And she also breaks down how and why positive affirmations actually work and how to intentionally craft your own to include in your own daily routines that really resonate with you and really work. Stay tuned through this conversation. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And now welcome Beth. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Can't wait. Beth might be a familiar face or a familiar voice, I should say, to some of you because (laughs) she has been on Thrive before, gracing us with her presence. And ironically, on the day this is live, Beth, this is two years ago to the day of your Mm -hmm. B event that I spoke at that you threw, which was one of the coolest events basically ever. Uh, And really, it was kind of ironic because it was right before basically the world shut down. So uh, what a great time to launch a live events business, right? (laughs) Well, I had no idea that that the world would be shutting down when I launched it, but I am super glad that we got it squeezed in there. That's for sure. For sure. Well, so much bad, I think, came from the pandemic then, but also so much good. And now State of Being Co., your Mm -hmm. new company, was literally born from the ashes, (laughs) Of what Mm -hmm. you had basically just started as a live events company. So of course, obviously a huge halt was put on any sort of live event, but kick us off. You could give everyone the quick reminder of who you are in case people, since it's been so long since your first episode launched, but then walk us through what that journey was like transitioning from what you had literally just launched as this incredible live events company and brand that you were so stoked about to having something completely outside of your control, just stop it in its tracks and then needing to be like, oh my gosh, I need to pivot and create something new, literally from the ashes. Yeah. So I, so I am Beth Gettio. I am the founder and CEO of State of Being Co., which is an affirmation candle company. So the whole idea of State of Being is that we're going to transform your mind and your senses and ultimately transform your entire state of being. So this came from, this was birthed from the B event that Erica was referring to. um, The one that Erica spoke at her first time. So that was so fun to be able to launch, to launch that, or at least what we thought was launching you (laughs) live event speaking space um, until everything shut down. So B was an event that was designed to encourage you through all of your senses. 
And so to do that, I needed a candle or I needed a scent of some sort. And so I got this idea that I would have candles at the event burning so that you could have this candle. And then I put a candle in the swag bag that you could actually recreate this event. Because what I knew was that scent triggers memory. So if you could come to my event, my thought was, if you came to my event, it was super motivational and transformational through body, mind, and spirit. Then you could go home and burn this candle and that scent would pull you back to that event. That was the idea. And and scent wasn't the whole idea of the event. The idea was like, let's transform you from all of your senses. Because I had been to multiple events before, motivational ones, and I just felt like they were either mind and like personal development and like professional development, whatever. Like it was always like mind and, or body. And it was never both because I would go to fitness events where there were just workouts, but it was never like, you know, I was going to get like this mind body connection. And in my own personal life, I was a fitness instructor. I was a beach body coach, which really dove into the level of personal development. They really encouraged that because if you were going to coach people, you had to have, you know, some sort of background and some sort of intimate knowledge of how you work. <laughs> um, so I really dove into that. And so that is what kind of got me to this event that was going to combine both so that I could have a day where everyone would come and they would get treated to their both mind, body, and then ultimately their spirit too. And so that was the event. And that I was going to run with that. I loved it. I loved speaking. I loved the event of everyone being in the room. I loved teaching fitness. And then March came. And March of 2020 came and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be planning a new one. I'm just going to take a pause. Frankly, I have a full-time job that was able to pay my bills. And I was just going to do this event business on the side and just kind of see where it would go. And so I just took a pause and I was okay with that. I was at peace with that. And I was like, when all of this rolls over in a few months is what I thought. I was like, I was like, these guys, I was like, there's no way this is going to be two weeks. There's no way this is just going to be a month. I was like, but in a few months, like three or four, like later this summer, I'll figure it out. And so um, I was right about one thing. It, later this summer, I did figure it out, but it was not because I was back on track because the pandemic was over. And so, um, you know, as I'm sitting, like every morning, I was making sure I was doing my affirmation cards. I was doing my journaling, I was doing meditation, and I made sure I did that religiously because as a single girl living in Philadelphia by myself, I like there were days where like I wouldn't see another human in real life for like three or four days. And that was like really bad for my mental health. And so I went to like this religious routine of doing things that were going to improve my mental health because I frankly needed it. But then as summer came, as it got warmer, I would see my sister outside. I would see other people outside. Like I started to see other people and let's say, quote unquote, get back to normal, just like not being in that like bad mental space. And so I started to drop the meditation. I forgot about my affirmation cards and I like, they're just so many things. I'm like, wait a minute. And then I had to get back on track and come back to that routine. Cause I realized like my mental health was declining again. And so one day as I was journaling, um, it was like a cloudy morning. I had lit a candle and I had lit candles throughout the pandemic to just give me some variety. 
<laughs> like staring at these same four walls each and every day, I had lit a candle to just give me some sort of difference. So I could smell something different. And I was sitting there looking at that candle and I was like, Hmm, I forgot to do my affirmation cards again. Wouldn't it be awesome if this freaking affirmation was right here on this candle that I sit and look at every day. And at that moment, I was like, wait a minute, I should sell candles at the back of my live events. Like, that's a cool thing. Like, I don't need a signature scent. I could take it to, uh, you know, multiple scents, different things. People want to be different things. So how can I, you know, let's do that. It's like, okay, cool. This is a cool idea. We're going to run with this. I'm going to get these candles ready so that I can go back to my live events. Like I was still going back (laughs) to the live event thing. And, um, and then from there, I, there was just like this moment where I was like working on this candle and I wanted worthy to be one of the words. I wanted to tell people that they were going to be worthy. And I knew that, so my words were going to be, be radiant, be resilient. Notice B again, the name of my original event was coming through here. It was like, cool. They're going to be these B candles, be radiant, be resilient. And then I got to be worthy. And I was like, you can't be worthy. Like that cannot go on a candle. Like you are worthy there. There's like, that's the whole point of the word. And I knew in my gut that worthy was like the rock of all of those words that that was like the heart word. And I was like, that's it. We're dropping the B. These are affirmation candles. They have nothing to do with it. And it was like just this like clarity that like dropped me and like in an instant, it became, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a candle line. And this is not anything else. Like it's not tied to an event. So then I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. Like if this is an Afri- affirmation candle line, <laughs> I hated the word affirmation candles. Like I hated it. And I was like, I'm not naming my company affirmation candles like this. is No, no way. <laughs> so I, <laughs> so then I started going like, you know, I was uh, out on a hike with my friends and they're like, well, what do you want this to do? And I was like, well, I just, I want this to like change their life. I want this candle to do something that's going to change them, mind, body, spirit. And then literally, and I was like, I want this candle to change their state of being. And that is how got we got the name. <laughs> Yeah. So that, so that is how state of being came to be. Um, and I will tell you that, um, launching it during the pandemic, while it seemed like a really hard thing, it was actually like a total blessing because my job is a super demanding job where I have to be in front of people. I have to go a lot of places. And because of the pandemic, fortunately or unfortunately, I wasn't doing any of that. So that gave me a lot of time in my schedule where I could still do my full-time job and do it well, but I didn't have to go all these places and juggle all of these things. And so I was able to actually focus a lot more on launching a business than having to kind of juggle both. So, yeah, it's so incredible. Okay. So then walk us through now, you and I know this so well, but the power of positive affirmations, what are some Mm. of your personal favorites? And can you maybe give some examples for anyone looking to go a little bit deeper than what I do with my three-year-old every day, which is like, (laughs) I am strong. I am smart. I'm important. Like those are great, but I know state of being takes it even a step further than that though. And I know you and your own practice take it even further than that. So 
take a, give us like some basic examples and then give us maybe like the next, the next advanced level. If you're leveling up yeah. your affirmation <laughs> practice. Yeah. So let me just say, I love what you do with your daughter. It is absolutely incredible. And I love that you like do it, show it every day because it honestly, I feel like it's such a good reminder for people. And even it's like, it's, you know, your audience is getting to see and hear those affirmations and be reminded of that. So it's, and, and they get to watch a cute, beautiful little girl do that too. Um, so I don't know, that might be a better product than a candle at this point. I don't really know. Um, but so first of all, let me just say, to say affirmations that I am something positive is an amazing for your mental health. And the, but the only, the only like trigger to that is if you aren't a beautiful, bright three-year-old that really believes that right now, if you are an adult that has now gone through a lot of hard times, have had people telling you (laughs) jaded and better grown up, (laughs) (laughs) if you become that. Um, but no, like some people have had people tell them that they are not worthy. They've had people tell them that they are not enough, that they're not good enough that they have to show up in a certain way. So, um, you know, so if sometimes the I am statement isn't enough because you don't actually believe that yet. And so there's two parts to affirmation. So the first part is saying it. If you don't believe it yet, that's okay because you're saying it to practice it, to kind of tell yourself that. So that's kind of avenue number one. But then sometimes I find that I need to say affirmations simply to remind myself of things that I do fully believe. So like sometimes, like if I don't believe that I'm enough yet, that might be the thing that I say to myself to, to get myself on board. But I will also tell you that there are affirmations that I say that I know and fully believe. So I will say I am smart. I am kind. I am strong because I fully believe those. And then I'll go into the, I am enough. And I kind of like pair the ones that I'm trying to work on with the ones that I already believe. So it's kind of like, I get on that rhythm of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I believe that I believe that I believe that. And then the, like the fourth one comes in and it's like, oh yeah, I believe that. Like we're, <laughs> it's like the train has already started moving. If you will, the momentum has already picked up. Um, so that's like one strategy with the I am statements, kind of get yourself on board, if you will, get your momentum building and then tack in ones that you might not yet believe, but want to believe. But the second way in affirmations that I talk about it, and this is actually what I've used when, because I only put one affirmation on a candle. So this is the strategy that I use there. So if I don't believe that I'm enough yet, for whatever it is that I'm doing. And I'm referencing that because I'm burning enough right here. It's like my, <laughs> my one for, for the current week. Um, so if I don't yet believe that I am enough, me saying I am enough isn't enough. I should have probably picked a different word because now your listeners are gonna be like, enough, enough, enough. <laughs> um, so, or let's do, uh, yeah, so we'll do free. How's that? I'll do free. Free is a different candle that I have. And I, I actually picked it out for people that just felt so locked up and so like schedule and like zoom fatigue and all of that stuff during the pandemic. So if I believe that I'm like stuck in my house and I'm, you know, I don't feel free. Me saying I am free is not going to work because my brain is going to tell you, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. So if you say I am free, 
So that's the I am statement. But now let's add a sentence in there that actually gets your brain on board with something that it can believe. And so the middle sentence of the I am free candle is I find freedom in the small moments of my day and I pause to accept them. I am free. So for that middle sentence, your brain can get on board with that. I can find freedom in the small moments. Yeah, I'm going to rebel against the Zoom fatigue and I'm going to go get myself some water. Yes, I'm free. You know, <laughs> so um, and honestly, I use that example because that's something that I definitely thought of when I had back to back Zoom meetings. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pandemic. I'm like, I'm going to stick it to them. I'm going to be three minutes late and I'm going to get myself <laughs> some water. <laughs> I'll show them. Uh, I'll show them. Um, so, so for the, I am enough candle, it's, I believe in myself and my ability to succeed. I am enough. And so there's two things that we're doing there with that affirmation. First, it's the, I am statement, which is super important, which you may or may not believe yet. And so I've added in that second sentence and we kind of took the macro I am statement and we brought it down to the micro. What does that mean? How, how am I enough or how am I free? That second sentence there gives you the, the reasoning or the, the tangible things that your brain can hold on to. And then the third sentence is the, I am again. So now We've said, I am enough, or I am free twice, not just once. And we've brought it down to a level where your brain actually can start to grab onto that, which is also super important for changing your mindset. Then we've added one more thing to it. So all of these candles actually have scents that have been crafted using the principles of aromatherapy. So these scents include item or include scent uh, oils that are actually going to, as you smell them, allow you to feel that way. So free, for example, has um, certain scents in it that are actually going to help you feel. It smells like a rainforest, basically. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so it's actually going to help you feel like you are free. And so the scent itself is actually helping you with that belief and with that feeling without you even having to know that really your brain does that automatically. And if you remember what we talked about before, uh, how our brain, our scent triggers our memory. So now, okay. I said my affirmation, I lit my candle, but now it's an hour and a half later. And I just got off a frustrating call with my boss and I'm feeling like the things that I'm doing in my job are not enough. Well, my brain, I'm still smelling that enough candle. Because scent triggers memory, the scent of this candle is telling my brain that I'm enough. It is recalling that while I'm doing other things consciously. It's that unconscious recall of memory that my brain is actually getting through the olfactory, the scent system. It's so cool. And I think it's, it's not, I don't even want to say one of, I think it's the most meaningful and intentional candle line for sure but like just company in general, like it's just so incredible that you created something that has so much positive impact, but just has so much awesomeness behind it. That's backed by science. And it's just, oh, it's just awesome. I'm so proud of you. It's like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I literally like, and it's one of those things, like, this is not something that I like 
figured out like yeah I mean obviously like I I guess I figured out but it's not something that I ever like set out to figure out I've never like I never set out and it like it all just like fell into my lap if you will at the right time um and it was just so divinely inspired like they all came from times where I was in prayer or in meditation and and it's just like the most magical moments have happened like right over here in this chair where I pray and meditate and journal and so I just know, like, I don't take this lightly, if you will. I honestly really feel like I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. And it's this little candle is the way that I'm going to be able to help people. And so I just see that it's like such an honor to be able to even talk about it and to, you know, get it into people's homes and things like that. So it has just been so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been such a fun journey and just something that I'm honestly just so honored to be able to be the one that gets to do this. So. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, if we can pull back the velvet curtain for a hot second, so to speak, walk us through what that was like for you actually starting the company from scratch during the pandemic. Did you have connections already? Did you have help along the way? Like, what did that sort of look like? Because I'm sure if people go to your website now or grab your product or whatever, they're going to get it and be like, wow, this is a freaking established brand. Like this looks awesome. It's the total package. It does not feel like this little baby brand or this little brand new product that's stumbling along the way. Like it really feels legit as it, I mean, as it is, but walk us through what that was like for you actually starting, starting it from scratch. Once you had once you locked in on the idea and you were like, this is it. Mm-hmm. So I, I had the connection of a candle guy. I call him my candle guy. Um, <laughs> so he, and he, because from my event actually. So honestly, all of these parts and pieces that I'm about to tell you are all people that I've met throughout my life at any given time, That it was just kind of like, then like, I, they were great friendships. They were, you know, I was able to help them. They helped me all this other stuff. And it was like, I realized I'm like, wow, this is why this person is in my life right now. You know, like it was a great relationship before, but like, this is their calling in my life. <laughs> um, and so I had a candle guy that knew since he had had a candle, candle, candle company for three or four years at that point, but he was trained in scent knowledge and how, so when I came to him and I said, Hey, I want a candle that's going to make people feel radiant he knew that grapefruit needed to be in that because grapefruit brings clarity to our thoughts. So if you're going to feel radiant, you need to have that clarity with you. So I didn't have any of that training. And so I went to a professional that knew the base notes, the mid notes, the top notes. He knew how to balance it out. He knew what oils were going to blend well together to actually make a soy and coconut blended candle that will burn longer than a plain soy candle. You know, like, there were just so many things that like he has so much knowledge about that me linking with him and bringing him this idea was crucial. I couldn't do that. And then I had a friend who knew how to build websites. And so I paid her a very minimal (laughs) amount to kind of cover that, you know, just to kind of cover a, a minimal amount of her time, but she helped me build my website. I then had a friend who was a graphic designer. she helped me come up with my first initial labels and like my brand logo and things like that. So it was honestly, it was so many just different connections that I had had that have honestly just come into my life 
that every time I got to a point where I didn't know where to go or where to move forward, I stopped and I rested for Sometimes it was 30 minutes and I, and I got a phone call and I was like, oh, this is the person. Or sometimes it was a week. And so I didn't stop my momentum. I stopped my like stressing or my forcing. And so I bring that up because I feel like a lot of your listeners and like me too, before this process is like, well, that's great. This girl had all of these connections already. And, you know, she was able to use that like and so if I feel like if I was your listener, I'd be like, mm, that's great, but that doesn't apply to me. But what I can tell you is that I didn't know when I started this business that all of these people were in my life or they came into my life. And I was like, hey, wait, I need that. <laughs> um, so I truly, when I got to a point of ultimate like fear and stuckness and like brick wall, if you will, of like, okay the Beth that is right now cannot do this, cannot figure it out. And not, I shouldn't say that I can't figure it out because everything is figure outable. Thank you for <laughs> Leo. But um, if there, you know, like if whenever I got to that point of like stuck, I took a step back and I evaluated and is this my path forward? Do I need to pivot and move somewhere else or, you know, head in a different direction, turn left or turn right? Or do I need to wait and allow the divine timing to come back? Is it not the right time? And so, um, so I have business goals, I have dates in my mind. <laughs> and I have certainly gone through stress of trying to meet those, those things. But when I tell you the biggest moves in my business, the biggest impact of that have all been when I gave it up, I stepped back from the wall, and I said, okay, I am not going to try to force myself through this brick wall right now because Beth doesn't have the tools to get through it. Let me take a step back. Let me take a different viewpoint. Let me allow the divine timing to come in again. Let me pray about it. Let me change my heart about it. And let me see what is supposed to come. What is the answer? Because I think the answer is going through that freaking brick wall. <laughs> but that, then I find out that there's a door right over here on the right-hand side and I can just easily walk through it. Great. Thank you. <laughs> so so good oh my goodness and you were also though able to head to Hollywood and do these amazing events and award show gift bags and all of these incredible things can you share was that also something that you had connections with or at what point were you like this is this is what I have to do for promo of the business so it was certainly not something I had to do for sure. I, this was definitely somewhere I was like, holy crap, this is freaking cool. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do this. But, um, so I had, have you heard of clubhouse? Yes. Okay. So clubhouse is for anyone that hasn't heard, it's an online social media platform, if you will, but it's audio only. So think like podcast or interviews or conferences on like virtually only. And so, um, again, we were in the pandemic and I was actually using clubhouse to have like conversation around me because I was <laughs> alone in my house. And so I ended up finding like women in business networking rooms. And so it was great because I would sit there and I would listen while I'm doing my other work, just like I would listen to a podcast. 
And I could then tune in and network and chat with people and that kind of thing. And so it was through those um, networking rooms in Clubhouse that I was able to meet the woman that ran the pre-award gifting suites. And so through that connection, I was able to make the decision to go out there. Um, I paid to go out there. So it's definitely, <laughs> it's not something where I was like picked and I get to fly out there um, for free, but it, it was definitely a marketing cost. Um, and it was just something where I was like, you know what? I honestly don't know if this is right for my business. I'm sure it would be great if I like hit it big and I got like a celebrity, you know, partnership or something like that. But like, I'm just going to go because it's freaking cool. Like how often in my life am I going to be able to say like, I've handed candles to celebrities. Um, but I can now say that (laughs) and I will tell you that I, you told me that you're burning radiant. So that is Tyra Banks favorite candle is radiant. No surprise. No surprise. No surprise. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, so it was just, it was a really fun experience. Um, they were so appreciative of, you know, they understand that these are small businesses that are coming. And so they reposted my candles. Some of them have bought more candles from me because they enjoy them so much. Um, and so it was just really cool. They're honestly just like regular people. <laughs> um, Celebrities. They're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was an ironic thing of me being like, wow, you, you are a celebrity and here I am handing you my candle for free. Um, but, um, it was just, it was, great. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> In hindsight, would you do it again? Um, I am not going to do it again. Um, it is, I mean, I'm not going to do that one again. Um, and honestly, like, I'm just kind of giving it time for right now for, I I did it more for the experience than the actual, like hitting the lottery ticket, if you will. Um, I did it more for like my own enjoyment and like my own, like, this is freaking cool. I get to do this rather than like, oh yeah, this was cool and successful. I'm going to try and meet more celebrities and get that kind of partnership. I truly don't really think that that's like how it goes. Honestly, I had this great opportunity. I met them. I now have relationships with some of them. I can potentially have partnerships with some of them moving forward because of the relationships that I've made with them. Um, and so for right now, I'm not going to do it again. That doesn't mean I'll never do it again, but for right now, it's just kind of like, I did it twice. I did it, you know, last year. And I think I'm just going to pause for right now and just kind of let that be a cool thing that I did last year. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So if you had to pick what have been maybe your top three biggest lessons learned through what has been this totally new endeavor adventure wild ride. So I would say the first one I actually already shared is that like brick wall analogy, if you will. There are so many times where I try to fit a square peg into a round hole and it just doesn't work because I think I can do it. And it's just like, no, Beth, like that's not the right timing for you. That's not the right avenue for you. And so I I had to step back at that time. Um, I would also say that I should probably do more research on just like different relationships that I have. So I have been very lucky to have like great people in my life that I can just kind of move forward with connections. Like I have a VA helping me and I have, you know, like certain things. And there were just a few times where like I signed contracts with people and like hired vendors on and like that kind of stuff. And I was like, "Mm, that probably wasn't the best idea. Like, I don't think we're that better. Like I thought we would be a great fit, 
but I probably should have like asked more questions to like really nail down. I'm a very trusting person and I like d- believe in the divine timing. I'm like, oh, well, if they came to me, I'm, that's probably meant for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Like- I feel you. <laughs> um, so that was another lesson learned. Um, and then I would also say that I should have probably had a better plan in terms of how I was spending my money because <laughs> I spent a lot of money last year, transparently, on my business. And the whole time I was just like, it's a marketing expense. It's an expense that needs to come, you know, like I want to play, like I want to have a brand that looks like an established brand. I don't want to have a brand that looks like a one-year-old company. And so I spent a lot of money to do that. (laughs) And so I think that um, where I am right now in hindsight, I was like, "Mm, I probably should have had a little bit better financial planning, like done a little bit more like business type research rather than just like going with the flow, if you will. With all that being said, I don't regret anything that I've done. And we're kind of starting fresh right now at this point. But I think that that's definitely something that like, I probably should have just had my hand on the pulse of that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. And I mean, you're right. There's so many expenses that come with running a business that people just don't even don't even know. And it's one of those things that's hard because you can't necessarily regret it because you don't know what it positively impacted behind the scenes to help further the rest Mm -hmm. of the business. It's just something in hindsight where you're like, Oh, that was that, that one hurt a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I feel you. How many people do you have on your team now and what are your goals or hopes for 2022 now? Um, so I have three people on my direct team and then I have, um, the people that make my candles. So it's kind of like an indirect team there. Um, and honestly, those people that help me right now are helping me with social media and email marketing. Um, I come up with like the content and the essence and like that kind of stuff. Um, but just like the actual logistics of getting it out again, I am still working my full-time job because frankly, that is funding this startup. Um, and I, I want to be transparent about that because, you know, in, so I've hired these social media and like email marketing experts because they are experts and they're helping me and they're teaching me. But the reality is I don't have the time or the capacity to do those things and also work a full-time job that is currently funding the business. <laughs> Because uh, I don't know if people know, but having a startup and having a business, it's really hard to get funding or loans or, you know, things like that um, without taking it on personally. So I am currently balancing both. And so I'm really help. Um, I have a VA that helps me with some, you know, behind the scenes, like detailed stuff. And I've got a social media and an email person that are helping me do that. And then we have someone that makes the actual candles themselves. So that frees me up to really, you know, have the time to take care of myself, frankly. Um, And because I need to be in a good mental space, I need to be in a place where I can actually give the content and serve people, you know, because I'm not here to simply sell candles. I'm here to make an impact. I'm here to encourage people. And so like through my social media, through our emails, like you will see that there's encouragement coming at you in, in all kinds of ways, because I don't know the best way that you're going to receive that. 
And you don't need to buy a candle from me for me to have that mission and live that mission of encouraging you. Um, and so that is something where I need to have those people helping me so that I can mentally be at a place where I can actually still be encouraging and have the bandwidth to and, and the energy to have that kind of excitement and those thoughts and, you know, really kind of lead people in that way. For sure. And you hit the nail on the head. I mean, creating content and doing everything that you're doing, it does take up bandwidth and it takes time. And if you're coming at it from a place of being drained or emotionally exhausted, I mean, you're not going to feel creative. You're not going to have motivation. You're not Mm going to be gearing and ready to go, especially for Mm -hmm. something like a startup that can take so much out of you in so many other ways anyway. So I think that's a really smart approach and something that people need to, uh, remember because you cannot just keep burning, (laughs) burning the candle at both ends and expect to have this booming, booming, great thing at the end of it. If you end up being completely burnt out and exhausted in the process. Yes. I like that analogy, pun intended. You cannot burn the candle at both ends. (laughs) (laughs) A candle company that would not make. (laughs) Yes. That we would not be making those. Oh, so true. So good. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming again on Thrive. You are always such a joy. And I feel so fortunate to be able to call you a friend and have, have bring your voice to this platform. Can we close things up? I know we probably did this the first time you were on Thrive, but so much has changed since then. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what does Thrive mean to you? And how do you strive to thrive in your everyday life? Oh, man. Thriving to me is having a balance of energy, not feeling those things of being burnt out. And so there's tons of stuff, unfortunately, (laughs) that goes into that. That's, you know, am I eating well? Am I sleeping enough? Am I literally drinking enough water, which I freaking hate that that is a thing that we all have to do. Like, I feel like we should have figured out something by now that other than all of us trying to strive to drink a gallon of water a day or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Like, I feel like we should have figured that out as a human race by now, because drinking water to me is like the freaking worst. But that being said, having to do all, like, so basically like thriving to me is taking the time to do all of those things so that my energy is high and so that I can enjoy time with others and outside, you know, like, and actually like having those moments. So it's the balance of kind of taking care of myself so that I can fully enjoy the moments because I have a ton of energy. I am rested. I'm not stressed. And then I can truly enjoy those moments or truly perform in my job or or something like that. Yeah. So thriving is equal amounts of rest and go at them. (laughs) I love that. So tell everyone where they can find you online to connect with you more and to, of course, grab some candles. Yes. So we are stateofbeingco.com. And I'm on all the social handles uh, at State of Being Co. And when I say all the social handles, I'm old, so I'm not on Snapchat. And <laughs> okay, I'm not that old, but I'm Snapchat? just not that cool. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. See, we're both old. We're <laughs> I'm like, is true, that still true millennials? Still a thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. So we are at State of Being Co. Um, www.stateofbeingco.com. Um, that's where you can find our candles. Um, we, I did just launch a new tin size that I'm super excited about. The tins are just so cute. Um, and if it's just something too, like if you're looking to like explore scents and things like that, the tins are a great option. Um, and then 
for your listeners, I was going to do an additional discount. So we'll do 15% for anyone through Thrive. So Erica 15, anyone that is listening to this will get 15% off, which is the biggest discount that we that I give basically. Um, and that just shows, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode, um, to just take such an interest in my brand, um, and me, and let me talk about that. So, um, so in, in, you know, in payment for your time, if you will, we'll, we'll send a discount your way and all your listeners your way. And I have personally tried all of the candles. So if anyone is like, what scent is best for me, please reach out and I will play matchmaker <laughs> I'm sure good too but I can rave about them all day long as well so well and I will tell you so so many people so many people ask me that because it's like how do you buy a candle online without ever smelling it and yeah, I no will pressure. say because <laughs> because of the intention of the candle itself literally pick it based on the word and I have talked to thousands of people about this. And honestly, I've seen thousands of people come through pop-ups and things where like, they've actually had the opportunity to smell them and they do not pick it based on scent. They pick it based on the word and, and the, the scent automatically, automatically goes with it. So if you feel like you need to feel more worthy, that candle and that scent is going to be right for you. And so if anyone is worried about picking that out, I trust me on this one. It's been thousands of people at this point. I can almost pick out what they're going to pick based on like what they're telling me and what they're wearing. Um, but I trust me that if it's something that the word speaks to you, the scent matches that and you will be happy with it. Wait, before you go, make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. Drop five stars on your way out if you like what you just listened to. And come join the party on Instagram at thrive.podcast to stay inspired and thriving all week long. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.